Welcome into another edition of Stuck in Misery. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, running solo tonight, and we are set to discuss conference realignment. Oklahoma and Texas have officially filed to join the Southeastern Conference. I'm set to discuss my thoughts about all of this. And to start, conference realignment is a gift to sports talk radio. The reason being is that we are still several weeks away from the start of college football. August the 28th marks week zero of the season, and then the full slate of college football games gets underway in the following weekend. That's the first weekend in September, always set for Labor Day weekend. I'm surprised this news about Oklahoma and Texas did not leak sooner. And the reason being is that Texas is one of the largest, if not the largest, revenue generator in all of collegiate athletics. This dates back to a decade ago when Texas was threatening to leave the Big 12. And they were frustrated with the amount of revenue that they generate. And they decide, hey, we're going to form the Longhorn Network. The reason and the logic there is... People would have to pay a premium for this exclusive channel to watch University of Texas Athletics to be able to watch the next Vince Young, the next Colt McCoy, the next Cedric Benson, the next Jamal Charles. And long story short, it just never really happened. Another thing to point out is that since Texas and Mac Brown parted ways, the university has gone through coaches like you would go through paper towels. The Charlie Strong era, yeah, they lost to Kansas Still, the school with the longest bull drought in all of the Power Five. The Tom Herman era didn't exactly work out because he's come and gone. And now enter Steve Sarkeesian in his first year as the head coach of the University of Texas. And the question that I would have for him is, did he know that Texas would potentially be joining the SEC when he accepted the job? and decided to leave his position as the Alabama offensive coordinator. I know the Big 12 even offered a higher revenue split to try to entice Texas and Oklahoma to stay and keep the Big 12 intact, and it didn't work. And even other conferences are acknowledging this fact that it is inevitable that Oklahoma and Texas are headed to the SEC. During the new Pac-12 commissioner, George Kliakoff's introductory news conference on Tuesday, he was quoted as saying the following, quote, We believe the move by Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC strengthens our position as the only conference with teams in the Pacific and Mountain time zones, end quote. (laughs) This is really funny to me because many people thought that Larry Scott, the former Pac-12 commissioner, was inept, but apparently... The fact that the Pac-12 is the only conference moving forward with teams in those time zones going to appeal to college football fans by and large, which isn't true, considering what we've seen, if you look at the revenue splits, and the SEC only continues to expand upon its footprint, if you look at the revenue that both Texas and Oklahoma will generate for the SEC. Again, Texas is the revenue driver in the Big 12, and so they can dictate here. Texas is like the spoiled brat who didn't get what he wanted for his half birthday. At the same time, if you're generating that much money in in some ways, holding up the other Big 12 institutions, you can dictate and wield that power, even despite the fact that you have not had on-field success for more than a decade now. 
I'm surprised this news about Texas and OU did not leak sooner because this is something that Texas threatened a decade ago. Texas A&M left for the SEC in 2012 along with my alma mater, Missouri. A quick story about Missouri leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC. In 2012, I was a student at the University of Missouri, and there were rumors on campus that Missouri might be leaving the Big 12 for another conference. At the time, some people thought it might be the Big 10. But really, it was just speculation at the time, given the rivalries that Missouri had dating back to the Big 8 with schools like, say, a Kansas State or an Oklahoma or, most importantly, Kansas. The rivalry between Missouri and Kansas, the border wars, is something that dates back to the Civil War. But we actually learned that this was something that was legitimate when there was a bar on campus called Big 12 Campus Bar and Grill. The owners of the establishment officially filed to change their name to SEC Campus Bar and Grill. And that was really one of the first indicators that, yep, Missouri is going to be moving from the Big 12 to the SEC. And in 2010, we knew that Colorado was going to be leaving for the Pac-12. That happened in 2012, but it was announced in 2010. And don't forget, Nebraska left for the Big Ten in 2011. So what happened was, was when the SEC was negotiating its contract with CBS, CBS did not want to pay the conference an equal pro-rata television share for the additions of Missouri and of Texas A&M. And so that was the agreement with ESPN. But in exchange, ESPN says, if we're going to give you an equal revenue share, if you're going to expand beyond 14 teams, it has to be some of those blue blood institutions that are going to generate revenue, enter Texas, enter Oklahoma. And that's why you have Texas yet again wanting to maybe generate even more revenue I think it remains to be seen if Texas can ever officially be back because I'm going to be honest with you. If we're talking about the University of Texas and all of its tradition, how is Texas supposed to compete in the almighty SEC when they get worked up over whether a horns down gesture will generate a penalty with on-field play? And the big reason that I focus on Texas here. And the reason why Missouri left and Texas A&M left and Nebraska and Colorado all left the conference is what happens to the Big 12 schools if the conference folds outright? What happens to the remaining Big 12 schools and are any of them left out of the Power 5 conferences? So I'm talking the SEC, I'm talking the Big 10, whatever's left of the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the ACC. So if any of the remaining Big 12 schools get aced out of that, you're talking about them losing out on tens of millions of dollars. Now, Oklahoma and Texas have an agreement to stay in the Big 12 until the 2025 season, but I actually think that it could happen sooner. All of the SEC schools are going to be in favor of adding Oklahoma and Texas Texas has a lot of academic prestige, but more importantly, I go back to the revenue that they generate. And I'm talking more than $150 million on a year-in and year-out basis, which again, given the SEC's current setup, is spread out and distributed evenly. So as soon as Oklahoma and Texas sought membership in the SEC, 
the SEC is going to vote to approve this because it's more money in the pocket of the existing 14 schools. And the SEC is going to send its lawyers and its monies to get them into the conference, maybe even as early as the 2022 season, because there's so much money at stake here. And again, I go back to what happens to the other Big 12 schools that might get aced out of the Power Five. And I'm talking about the University of Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. Certainly some of those schools would add value to another conference like, say, the Big Ten, but there might not be room for all of them. I could go down the list and read all of the Big 12 schools, but you get the idea of what I'm talking about here. Another thing people have been talking about is what does an SEC conference look like with 16 members, with the additions of Texas and Oklahoma? Do you go to a pod system? Do you reconfigure the East and West divisions? How does that look? Which teams play one another? Which rivalries do you want to keep intact? A lot of that remains to be seen on how that will be answered. But I look forward to the day where we get even more SEC schools into the college football playoff, just considering the blue bloods that it adds. Follow the green, follow the money, and look at the amount of revenue that the Power 5 conferences generate compared to the other non-Power 5 schools until the college football playoff expands beyond four teams. You're never going to see a school outside of the Power 5 make it into those final four. It will never happen simply for the fact that you just have to look at the amount of TV revenue that those schools generate compared to the Power 5 it is night and day. Follow the data, the money, and follow the green. It'll tell you a lot of the answers of what's going on. If you enjoyed this discussion, my name is Mark Bergen. You can find me on social media at MDBergen. That's M-D-B-E-R-G-I-N. Go rate, review, and subscribe to Stuck in Misery wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts and click the follow button if you're listening to this on Spotify. I'll go ahead and sign off here. Hope all of you have a great rest of your weeks. Keep an eye out for how this continues to unfold conference realignment. Again, an awesome topic for Sports Talk Radio with games still about a month away from the start of the college football season. I'll see you next time again. I'm Mark Bergen. Take care and so long, everybody.